0: You guys, welcome to Church Project. We're glad that you're here today. You must have gotten the email saying uh, to, that we're losing an hour of sleep, and that wasn't—I didn't do that. Like I just—I relayed the information. So that's it. And you made it. So I'm glad that you're here, and everyone's got coffee and looking good. If you're a first-time guest, we want to welcome you to Church Project. We are going to be looking at at Acts chapter 4 verses 1 through 4. If you don't own a Bible, there's a Bible in a row next to you and there's Bibles in the back as well. If you want to turn in the blue Bible that looks like this to page 630, we're going to look at Acts chapter 4 verses 1 through 4. So I'll give you a minute to get there. I I do want to welcome you, and if you're a first-time guest, there's response cards sitting on your chairs. And also, if you've been coming to Church Project for a long time, there's prayer requests in the back of those response cards. And so I would encourage you to give us your information, fill out any prayer requests that you have, and then you can turn that uh, response card in in the back offering box in the back left. So before Jabez comes up today, I want to read the passage that, that he is going to be speaking out of. It's Acts chapter 4. Verses one through four, and man, I should have brought my glasses, Chad. This was bad. Okay, let's try this. Let's read along. It says, "And as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming and the proclaiming, was it say in Jesus the resurrection from the dead." Verse three. And they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of men came to about 5,000. This is the passage that Jabez is going to be speaking out of today. But before he comes up, uh, Jade and Jabez, I've known Jade pretty much her whole life. Her dad was my youth minister, and so, um, yeah, I've, I've known her pretty much my whole life, growing up in Ordway, Colorado. And then Jade and Jabez got married a couple years ago, so it may be... How long have you been married now? Going on three, going on three years. Sorry to put you on the spot there. I was actually at their wedding, and so that was the first time I, I met uh, Jabez, and then they they moved here a couple years ago, and it's been neat getting to know them more and more, and it's been really neat for me to sit down a couple times and to chat with this man. Uh, this man is, is a man that loves God, and he comes from a different perspective than, than what I have and what I've grown up knowing in life. But I'm telling you, something comes alive in him when he starts talking about God's word and he starts talking about God. And so when we came to this passage... And and let me set up this passage before it gets up here. What's happening in this text right now is that Peter and John had just healed a lame man, and there was so much that the Holy Spirit was doing that crowds of people were coming, and they began to preach and proclaim the good news of Christ, and they're giving this message, and now what happens is all these people are here, and the result of the message right now is what Jabez is talking about today. And I can't think of anyone better to give this message, because this is like the climax of what what's happening in this message than Jabez. So if you would, give him a warm welcome for for his first message ever.
1: Good morning. morning. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, before I get started, I got to, the first thing I'm going to say is read your Bible. You, it, it's essential to, uh, Knowing what God's word is. Um, saying you're a Christian and don't read your Bible is like a Facebook friend, you know? <laughs> you know what they did and you see all the pictures, but do you really know them, you know? Alrighty, so when uh, when Aaron first uh, asked me to talk, probably a couple of months ago, I think, I was like, yeah, man, I mean, I... I love talking about God. Any Christian here don't like talking about God, you know? <laughs> I'll talk about God, no problem. And then I think, like, a week and a half ago, he he sent me the text, you know, like, Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. So I said, like, all right, Acts chapter 4. So I get on the, you know, I, I drive trucks through the mountains, so you get good service and you get bad service. So when he sent me the, those verses, um, uh, when I got to my stop, I took a look at the verse. And I'm in Wyoming, I'm in Laramie, and I don't get a good reception over there. So I'm like, okay, so I read the verses. And I'm like, all right, well, let me drive back down. Maybe all the, <laughs> maybe he didn't send all the, <laughs> the verses to me, you know, so. Got back to my next to my next place and full service and, and refreshed the phone a couple of times and yeah, acts one through f- uh, one through four. So I'm like, man, none of my stories match this, you know. It's like, man, I had all these good stories I wanted to tell and so I'm just I'm just gonna say right now if this is any good, uh, it wasn't me, cause. I was ready for the give of y'all some good stories, but that's <laughs> my relationship with the Holy Spirit, you don't let me do nothing I wanna do. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways. So uh we see uh Peter and John, they just finished uh I mean they're they just hewed this lame this lame guy and you know uh and I think some of the reason these guys got in trouble is because of the lame, the lame guy. Because you know, the, we know better. Uh, you know, Peter and John should have known better. You can't say Jesus in the temple, because Jesus just got killed for preaching the—I mean, for preaching the exact same thing. You know, but here's this lame guy. The Bible, that, I mean, the scripture tells us that once he got healed, he just running around, praise the Lord in the name of Jesus. You know. And the the Sadducees and the Pharisees, they, they come over there and they, and they, I mean, they see this guy. They know it was a miracle, you know. And they're looking at Peter and John. And one of the questions that I got, I mean, the things I got from this message is, who is Jesus Christ to you, you know. Um, my best friend is Muslim. And... When we're talking, anytime we start talking about God, you know, we can say God is good and praise God, and he'll he'll tell you the same. He'll tell you, yeah, God, uh, yeah, um, the God in the Bible and the God in the Quran, the same gods. But you can't say Jesus, because that's the game, the game changer. You know, you can say, you know, I say he's like he'll tell you, yeah, Jesus in the Quran too, but he's just a prophet. You know. I come back to the question: Is who is Jesus Christ to you? You know, if he's just a prophet, uh, we know where David bones are at. We know Elijah. Mah- you know, I'm not Muhammad, but uh <laughs> 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 all right. Well, you know, Abraham. We 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 know where their burials are. We know where their graves are. We know exactly where their bones are at. You know. Um, I, keep, I keep coming back to the question: Who is Jesus Christ to you? If he is he just a good man? You know, I'm I'm sure everybody here has heard, heard this before, because when you're a Christian trying to do do the good, do good things or do the right things, when you go out there, everybody tell you, "Oh, you're a good guy. Oh, you're a good. You're such a good person." You know, if Jesus was a good, just a good man, then we're all in the same boat. What's special about him you know I'll, I I come back to um oh yeah so if he's if he's just a, if he's just a good man you know like there's there's absolutely no, nothing special for him uh about him um you know we can go through his life um it's like how who is he to you when you when people say uh hey, you know, my father is this. The Bible says, honor your father and mother. But you never lived with my father, you know? Holy Spirit said, hey, honor your father and mother. It doesn't matter. But Donald Trump, respect your leader. Are we going to be all the way Christians? But you don't understand who Trump is. Holy Spirit doesn't care. Respect your leader. It doesn't it it doesn't it does not matter, you know? And this is what bothered the Pharisees. See, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they believed in the Bible, just like we do. But they wanted to mold the Bible to where it fits it fit their life. You know, the the Sad the Sadducees, they they believe in the in in, in the, the law of Moses. But they did they don't believe in they didn't believe in angels and spirits and afterlife and the resurrection. They didn't believe that. The Pharisees, same thing. They believed in they believed in the laws of Moses and they believed in spiritual life. But they wanted their traditions to also have the same weight as the weight as the laws of God. And you can't do that. So that's what bothers them because what these guys are preaching is going to change their lifestyle. And, I mean, I don't know how many of us here want to, it's like, yeah, it's good that, <laughs> you know, the part, of, the part of the Bible that matches my life, I want that part to be the one that I follow. And the part that I don't, you know, that don't match in my life, that's what I want to criticize the rest of the people for, you know, come hard on them so uh, that was that was the problem they had and i mean talk about the the power of the holy spirit is like peter and john i mean like I, I said read your bible from the start if you read the story if you read the story of jesus in this exact situation and reading exactly what's happening right now like I got confused going back and forth in the story it's the exact same thing the exact same people that just killed Jesus are the people these guys are boldly walking into right now and proclaiming and proclaiming who God is so they needed the power of the power of the holy spirit you know and the holy spirit the bible tells us it's not of this world he doesn't care about your situation he doesn't care where you're at. When he's ready to move, he's moving. You know, uh, me and me and, me and the Holy Spirit—we got a a weird uh, relationship. You know, it's like <laughs> when me and him are on the same page. Oh man, where everything is good. You know, but when we're when we're off, oh man, it's bad because. This uh, I'm. A, I play a lot of sports, and I, probably like a month ago, when we, were, when we were in volleyball, this ref made a bad call and kicked Jeremy off the court <laughs> for for asking a question. You know, and I'm I was so mad, and I was like, "Man, you are sorry." And as I'm walking off, "Oh, you're sorry," and and oh man, and I'm like, "You're so sorry." And, as I walked past the guy, I'm like, just let me say one cuss word, man, come on, because <laughs> it's like, you, you want to, you want to, yeah, like, you feel justified, I, can, I mean, I can go at him right now, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me, you know, it was, you know, the Holy Spirit caught the the lame guy, and he's over there just dancing in his temple and <laughs> praising God, you know, and that's that's the that's so it's like that's the kind of courage I want to have, you know. I don't. The sign said, "Don't praise Jesus," and I want to be the one screaming and dancing. You know, praise God. You know, in the name of Jesus. And, and I'm talking about. I know uh, John and Peter are over there. Uh, they're over there. I mean, they're filled by the Spirit. But I bet that guy dancing and screaming, Jesus Christ, is the you know. I bet that guy made the Pharisees even more mad, man. Like <laughs> he he just didn't he just didn't know no better. And I mean that's 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 the kind of Christians we have to be. You know, we have to be all the way Christian. We have to we have to be we have to be sold out, you know. Anyway, so as and you know, if the Holy Spirit was of this world, when that guy got healed. He would have stayed outside and praised God outside when John and Peter went in the temple. But uh, like I said, the Holy Spirit didn't care. Holy Spirit said, we're moving now. And this guy is in there. You know, the world would, the world would tell that guy, you know, you're still homeless, right? So <laughs> I can walk, <laughs> you know. And that, that's the power. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. When you when the Holy Spirit is, is moving, it takes the world to actually show you that you're actually in a bad place. It takes the world to say, "Hey, you know your, <laughs> you know you know your wife just left you, right? You know, uh, you know uh, you don't have a home, you know." But with, with through the power of the Holy Spirit, that's when you. Celebrate, you know, if you read later on in the story, you got Peter and John, they just, they called them up and they flogged them and as these guys are walking out the prison, you know, like, they're like, man, do you realize we just got flogged in his name? Yeah! (laughs) 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 You know, stuff like that, it's like, man you know the world will notice. That's not how regular people act. The world is going to see the Holy Spirit, you know, in you. So as these people are watching and they can see the proof of Christ, the Bible says the lame guy is standing right there as the, as the Sadducees and Pharisees are talking to Peter and John. He, he's standing right there so they can't deny Christ. The proof of him is standing right is standing right there, and instead the pe- and the people over there are, are watching and, and looking, and they're amazed. They can't deny uh, what just happened, you know. And this is one of the things uh, once I started studying this is these people, the people that were uh, listening. It's crazy because I I never put this. These are exact same people that just killed Jesus. This same crowd. If we go back, if we go back um, in the story of Jesus, this is the exact the exact same crowd crowd that said, "Let parabas go." Jesus' blood will be on our hands. This is the exact same people was there when uh, th- they were there when the miracle happened when Jesus took his last breath with the earthquake, the sky getting black these people were there and the Bible tells us, tells us that they were there when the Centurion said truly this was the, this was the Son of God so in a time where rituals and all those things where what you did for sin. See, like, if you if, according to the laws and stuff. If you stole something, you know how many. You know repentance, or how many sheep you need to kill. You know whatever. You know. How do you? How do you cover the sin of killing the Son of God? So I can imagine that. The crowd that night was a broken crowd. You know, these guys been probably in, in their house with suicidal thoughts. And how do you, I mean, what do you, how, do you, how, do you, how do you come back from killing the son of God, right? And then rumors start spreading that he's alive, you know. Where did this crowd come from you know did did that after christ died you, where i mean did you you went back to your town or your village or whatever, and now you're hearing you're broken hearted and now you hear there's rumors that he's not dead, you know so i'm I'm guessing this crowd is a crowd that is really broken hearted and man, man, do we need help, you know? And once again, the Holy Spirit doesn't care how you feel about yourself, because Peter is over there talking about you killed him, you killed him, you you said you know, you said bring Barabbas, you you know he's he's calling him out, so you come with a broken heart, and the Holy Spirit is calling you out too with it. So I'm talking about kicking people while while they're down, you know. But. He offered them out. He said, the Bible tells us that he said it wasn't your fault. He says it was it was God's will. You know. We know this, that it wasn't their fault because Jesus prayed a prayer and said, Father, forgive them because they didn't know what they were doing. And you know, and the more I thought about it, I was like, Man, Guess what? Our, sin, our sins were in there. All of our sins were, were, uh, went on that cross that night. So we, we were in that crowd also. You know? For me, when it comes to Jesus Christ, I personally, I sin too much to fit any other religion. You know? I I don't have a choice. <laughs> you know, I, I I I really I really don't I really me personally I don't have a choice. He is the only way I have a shot at heaven because I know my Muslim friend they'll tell you pray every, you know, three times a day facing Mecca, stuff like that. I remember one time I made a promise to God that I was going to get on my knees every night and pray. Just something between me and God, you know. And I think I went, for like, that was my New Year's resolution. So I think I went, like, three months of doing that. Every single day, every single night, I got on my knees and prayed. And one night I, I fell asleep. <laughs> and I woke up the next day. I was like, man, I didn't pray last night. So I asked my friend, I said, Well, if you got to pray three times a day and you got to face Mecca, all that stuff, you know, we're human beings. What happens if you fell asleep one night and only pray twice, you know? So I think about stuff like that. It's like, Jesus for me is my everything and he's my only way. I, I, i can't go to no other no other religion i can't go to no other god he's he's my only way so when these people heard him you know they asked hey uh what do i need to do because i know i can't kill enough sheeps to cover this one what must we do he says repent and be baptized in the holy spirit You mean I don't have to not go to church every day or go to six prayer meetings a week? No. It's that simple. Repent and be baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. You know? We have to be a people that's gonna take Jesus for every word he says. We can't pick and choose the one that Make us feel better, you know. Something a uh, church project does here that uh, I was telling Aaron, I was like, man, you know, we talk about following the, being a Bible-reading church, and we follow the Bible and stuff. And I've been a Christian all my life. I've gone to church all my life, and I've never seen another church do this. And it's, it's real simple, but it's a step of saying that we're not going to cater to everybody that comes in there. Y- you have to be a Christian and want to be here to be here, you know. And there's a thing that they, uh, this you guys say here is uh, <laughs> if you're not a Christian, please let the <coughs> communion plate pass. It's something little, but it's saying that we're going to follow this Bible. So my message to you, my, if you didn't get anything out of this today, is read your Bible. That's your, God wants a personal relationship with you, so thank you.